I'm so tired. There's not enough hours in the day. Bullshit excuses. I've got too much to do. I have to work late. I have to run the kids around. The bullshit excuses. I have to get up early tomorrow. They end now. This is fitness for nine to fivers. You work day-to-day jobs. In fact, you may even have two, and you've been trying to fit in a healthy lifestyle. We have the solution. This is fitness for nine to fivers. And this is Andrew Marsham. And welcome back to another episode of the Fitness for Night Dividers podcast with myself, Andrew Marsham. Today we are going to be covering should I build muscle or burn fat first? Then we made an ass of the intro as per usual. Um, we are always, as always, live at eight o'clock on a Thursday night. Um, we do it on Facebook, we do it on Instagram. Um, so come and join us, come and ask some questions. The link is posted in LinkedIn as well. Um, for anyone who wants to keep an eye out for it, you're more than welcome to come on and join and ask questions. This is where I pull a subject matter from the Facebook group um, and also touch on all the questions from the client Q&A that I, they put in from the check-in forms each week. So if anyone has any questions, comments, anything whatsoever, please feel free to let me know. Also, if you're watching live on Instagram or if you're on Facebook. And of course, Stuart, Dan, you get any questions, boys, feel free to jump in at any time. Um, but the question is, should I build muscle or burn fat first? As always, it is going to depend. I often get the question or often get someone come to me to work with me or, you know, even just when I'm I'm trying to give a bit of advice or a bit of help, should I be building muscle or should I be burning fat? The answer is always going to be it depends. If you're someone who, like me, was completely underweight when you started or when you're starting point, you know, eight stone, nine stone, I was five foot seven, I started like eight, eight and a bit stone. Of course, you're going to put the main focus on the muscle building. That's going to be key. But in most scenarios, and I would say this is probably goes for 90-odd 90, 90 percent of scenarios, in all honesty, 80 to 90 percent of the, the majority of people I speak to. Most of the majority, the majority of people I speak to are we're a bit overweight, let ourselves go a bit, you know, nine to five's caught up, busy life, family life, all that kind of thing. It's easy to let yourself go. It happens to the best of us. I don't proclaim to be anything special. It's happened to me as well. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to suggest you go into some sort of fat loss phase first. Now, why why do I do this? Because first and foremost, most people who ask this question already have excess body fat. So trying to go directly into a muscle building phase is going to lead to more excess body fat. You have to get your body optimal health-wise before you can start thinking about performance. So getting the body fat down, getting the good daily habits, nutrition, all those kind of things nailed down first and foremost, doing the basics, covering the basics, all that kind of thing. Um, those are absolutely key. We've got Brian in the Facebook. He'll be joining and rejoining soon. So for 90% of the people watching this, listening back to this in the podcast, you're going to put fat loss as the priority first. Firstly, to get your health markers under control. All the kind of health problems, things that come with having additional or excess body fat. Not only that, but it's going to teach you some form of discipline. It's going to really help nail down those good habits. When you're in a muscle building phase, when you're really trying to pack on some muscle, 
which we should all be doing at some point in time, I feel, where you're at least trying to add a bit of muscle tissue, you're trying to get a bit, a bit bigger. Doesn't mean you need to fucking step in a bodybuilding stage or do anything like that. But for longevity, for health reasons, putting on some lean muscle tissue is literally the key to quality of life. It is going to help improve your quality of life massively. So everyone should be spending some sort of time in a muscle building phase at some point in their life. That is going to be key. But once you got lean enough first, because as we know, if you've ever been in a muscle building phase before, you can get into some slightly not so good habits. Like I was, and I'm in myself at the moment, so I'm eating 4,000 calories at the moment. Sometimes it's honestly difficult to get a lot of that food in. So it's not so much a bad habit if you've got the caloric, uh, caloric intake under control and it's tracked and measured. But sometimes I'll have a bit of chocolate. Sometimes you'll have some fruit gums post-workout. That's perfectly fine. But are those going to be the most health-centered habits no, probably not. At the same token, my body fat isn't at a higher level. So again, these are habits that I can reverse and switch on. But if you're someone who is trying to make a conscious change, a conscious transformation, you've been in a rut for a while, you've been stuck, you don't know what to do with nutrition, with training, you haven't been training, getting into the habit of losing body fat, getting your energy back, getting your fitness levels up, all that kind of thing is going to translate so much more into helping you first off the bat. So a lot of people come on and say, oh, I want to build a bit of muscle, I want to lose fat both, you know. Focusing the fat loss side more often than not first. Again, it's going to be a conscious decision on your part. It's going to take a bit of, you know, intuitiveness. If you don't know where to start, fucking ask. Ask me for help. You, you don't need to be embarrassed. I'm here to help. I, I, I help hundreds of guys literally all over the planet and girls. If you need help and assistance, you're not sure what the best term is for yourself, then ask, reach out. If you're struck, if, you, if your car breaks down and, and it's fucking... You know, you don't know how to fix it. You don't get too embarrassed to go to the mechanic. If you're struggling with health and fitness, if you're struggling with your fitness goals, then go to a professional. Ask someone for help. There is no shame in doing it. I don't know why people get this idea that it's, it's shameful that you need to ask for help because maybe you've gained a bit of weight. Maybe you've slipped into some poor bad habits. I saw what it happens. It's, it's up to you to now snap out of them. And do it. the first step is always asking for help, getting some professional advice. It's the first step you would take if anything was broken in your house. Another example, if you had a fucking bus pipe, you wouldn't just fire some duct tape around it and move on. You would ask somebody to come out and fix it if you didn't know how to fix it. Um, so if you don't know what, to, what the next step is in your health and fitness journey, ask someone. Simple as that. Um, but a couple of key positives that you're going to get from that fat loss benefit, or from, from going down the fat loss route first, unless you are, as I said, underweight or very skinny or something like that, it's going to allow you to get into a leaner, better body composition. With that comes a whole host of benefits, you know, better testosterone levels, better energy levels, better quality, improved quality of sleep, improved performance in the gym, all these kind of things. That all starts by getting your body fat levels down. Not to mention that excess body fat is literally one of the most dangerous things that you can have. It, it outweighs the deaths from smoking every single year. It is the excess levels of body fat, as much as people like to preach that, love yourself, you know, accept yourself and all that kind of thing, which is fine. You know, if you're completely happy with who you are, perfect. I'm not here to judge. You're probably in the wrong place. But at the end of the day, promoting that sort of thing when people don't have the understanding that 
this could seriously negatively impact their lives. It's going to have serious consequences in their health long term. It's going to lead to them probably seeing their grandchildren or children 10 years less and not having the energy energy to run about with them or play with them or do any of that thing or be confident in front of their partner, whatever. That has to be taken into consideration. So completely understand that. If you're fine with how you look, if you're happy and you're slightly overweight, not a problem. You know, go on. More power to you. But it's not going to be beneficial for your health long term. You have to understand that. That is just a medical fact. Um, so getting that those body fat levels down first is going to really benefit your overall health, your overall longevity, your current situation, everything. Then from there, you can transition into a, a muscle building phase. Now, the fact is as well, if you are incorporating some form of resistance training into your program in a fat loss phase, which is, should always be the primary focus for me, um, in terms of fat loss, as I literally just recorded a YouTube video on this, the most bang for your buck you get with fat loss is not, certainly not going to be cardio. It is going to be weight training and resistance training. As you plan in some form of resistance training, regardless of whether you're in a deficit or not, you may build some muscle. So if you're completely new to resistance training, for example, or you've been off for a very long time, when you go back into the gym, you may be in a calorie deficit, but still be able to build new tissue. Purely because you're so new to it, you're so fresh to it, you haven't been making any progress in your training, you haven't been doing anything recently, simply jumping back into a resistance training is going to allow you to build muscle and burn fat at the same time. But if someone comes to me and says, I want to do cardio to lose fat and then turn it into muscle. That does not fucking work. You can't turn one tissue into another. That is not how this works. You either lose fat or gain fat. You get bigger muscles or smaller muscles. That's it. Doing cardio is going to help increase the it's going to help increase caloric burn, which is in turn going to put you in a deficit and in turn going to allow you to lose fat. But the effects of a weight training and resistance training workout are far more beneficial overall. You may burn, let's take, take cardio for example. 20-minute session, let's say you burn 300 calories. That is just an arbitrary number, right? When that cardio session is finished, you are going to stop burning calories. You're not moving. You're no longer doing anything. You're finished. You're going to stop burning calories. Whereas if you do a weight training session, you may burn 200 calories, 150 even. You don't burn a hell of a lot of calories when you actually do a weight training resistance training session. But the after effects, the recovery process, the building of lean tissue all helps raise your metabolism, which increases your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate, which increases your calories burned total overall. So therefore, it's going to be more beneficial. It's going to get those body composition changes that you really want. When you see people who are lean, athletic, muscular, they all have some form of resistance training base. It's not just runners. Let's take, let's look at this, for example. Resistant, marathon runners versus sprinters. Sprinters are explosive movements. They are muscular. They're lean. They look good. Marathon runners are lightweight. They're very slim. They're very skinny. That's fine if you want to look at that. That's not a problem. Again, it's up to you. Um, but that, to me, isn't a good look, in all honesty. That's just, just my honest opinion. Um, but that has come through just relentless cardio. There's no resistance training aspect. There's no progression in terms of that. It's just pure cardiovascular fitness. That's how you want to look. Fucking brilliant. Go and do marathons you're probably in the wrong place. <laughs> um, but if you want to look lean, athletic, fit, muscular, 
you're in the right place. And resistance training should be the first port of call. And if you're stuck in between which one to do, it's more than likely going to be fat loss first. Again, that is not a blanket recommendation. I am not telling you everyone needs to lose fat first because they don't. That's not the, that's not the case. But for the overwhelming majority, that is going to be the case. And if you're unsure or on the fence, just fucking ask me. Um, so that is going to be, and again, once you get to a healthy level of body fat as well, all the benefits are going to help accelerate that muscle building process. So anything over like 15 to 20% body fat or 15 to 18, probably 18 to 20%, you start to see some health problems in terms of insulin sensitivity, how your food's used, feeling lethargic, low in energy, carrying all that extra weight. So you want to drive that down first before you go into a muscle building phase. And if you're, if you're disciplined enough to lose fat, to get leaner, to do the hard part, then you can build muscle. When you're eating a bit more food, you get a bit more energy, a bit more flexibility and things like that. So I would always recommend, not again, not always, most of the time, I would recommend that you do the hard work first, discipline yourself with the good habits, the good routines of losing fat. Then with that will come the muscle building side as well. Anyone get any questions or anything in that, please feel free to ask. Please feel free to let me know. Um, if you're unsure yourself, just, just drop me a note. Let me know what I can do to help. Um, let me see. So we're going to jump into the client Q&As now. Um, hopefully we have a few good questions this week. Um, we shall see, though. We shall see. If anyone's watching Facebook, Instagram, guys in the Zoom, Stuart and Dan, uh, if you just want to jump in with any questions, absolutely no problem at all. Um, let me see. Nope, no questions. No questions here, no questions here. James. Building leg, core, and forearm strength. So this is from James. Um, he's wanting to build his legs, core, and forearm strength. So, again, it's just about building it into a plan. What are your main priorities? For me, something like shoulders is going to be my main priority in a muscle building phase at the moment. So I plan more of those days in. Now, again, this is going to come down to how you structure your training, how many days you can train, all that kind of thing. But for example, forearms, we talked about in the, the, kind of Q, the kind of client presentation last night that you can train forearms three to four times per week. They don't, do not take a lot of recovery. Legs and things like that, up the frequency on them to start with. You, if, you should, if you're really looking to build and grow a body part and improve a certain aspect of your physique, training it two to three times per week is going to be more optimal than training it once. For example, like if you're doing chest, back, legs, shoulders, arms, you're fucking wasting your time. You're not wasting your time, but there's much better superior methods out there. I will often implement full body routines for my clients three, four days a week. That to me gets far more of a benefit than doing single body parts. It just, there's less stimulation, there's less, um, well, there's less overstimulation, there's less, less of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'm passing the word, but you can get more in in a short session and then do it all again tomorrow. There's not a massive recovery aspect. You're not waiting three days because you can fucking barely walk from leg day. Stimulating them more often seems to be showing more signs of uh, being able to progress and, and being beneficial overall for your training. Now, again, two to three times a week is a great place to be, to, in, in all honesty. And if you're a beginner, it's actually even lower than that. Um, because the recovery period, you're so new to training and things like that, the muscle protein synthesis effect is going to last longer. Now, what is muscle protein synthesis? That is 
the effect of building muscle tissue. So when you are, so when you go and hit chest, for example, when you hit chest, you degrade the muscle, you tear it down, then you rebuild it. The typical rebuilding process takes around two to three days max. That means your chest is fully recovered and good to go again two to three days later if you had a full-on chest session. So if you're waiting seven days to hit it again, that's four days of no growth. Whereas if you split it up into smaller smaller workouts, smaller sections, and done it two to three times a week, you get more stimulation with the same total work, and you would stimulate that muscle protein synthesis more often and reach, achieve a better result. Next, Alan, Alan, how do you, Alan Reeves, sorry, how to stick to a plan on holiday? You fucking don't, <laughs> let's face it, you don't stick to a plan on holiday, but there's some aspects to consider around how you can get the most out of your holiday, or how you can avoid regressing too much during the holiday. If you're on holiday, that should be the priority. That's always my saying in the, in the matter. And a couple of things that you can do to really benefit yourself are, firstly, something like fasting in the morning. So if you're in the fat loss phase, for example, fasting in the morning, holding back some of those calories, maybe a coffee, maybe a tea, you know, some water, etc., whatever, whatever you do to get through the morning. I find it's much easier to get away with not eating in the morning and then, then you know, when you're out for dinner trying to, you know, have a nice meal or go for a couple of drinks or whatever. So saving some calories for later in the day is going to be absolutely key. Next one is going to be focusing on protein sources. Have a protein source at every single meal. If you are on holiday, focus on getting a good, lean, reasonable protein source in at each meal. Going to be absolutely massive for the fat loss, satiation, all that kind of thing as well. Don't just fucking throw the diet plan out the window. Focus on some of the key aspects like protein content, you know, fasting in the morning, skipping a meal earlier, that's perfectly fine. Next one is going to be get the steps up as well. You are more than likely going to be more active than you, you are normally in terms of um, nutrition, in terms of your step count, things like that. If you're someone, for example, who is always sitting at a desk or anything along those lines, then you're going to be out and about on holiday most, most likely, so you're going to get more steps in. So make a conscious effort on trying to increase your activity, increase your need, get out walks, get out and enjoy the place, do, do some activities. Things like that are going to help offset any additional calories you're taking in or from not working out. Next one, John Hurry, muscle recovery. You probably need a bit more info on that one. Um, but as I said, when we talk about muscle recovery, the typical process takes around two to three days to complete. Um, so if you want to maximize the gains you can make in a workout or, you know, get the most out of a program, then putting your workouts in where you hit a body part at every two to three days at least, there's benefit to hitting it more. If you're doing small sessions, again, like three, four full body sessions can be very helpful. Um, then, then that is going to, you know, frame the, that is going to give you adequate time to recover as well as still progressing your training and making improvements. Now, and in terms of optimizing recovery, putting carbs in around your workouts and things like that, I have found personally um, to be very helpful. Making sure you're getting plenty of protein, plenty of rest, sleep, hydration, doing the things that you need to stay healthy. The key to the key to getting lean or to getting a fucking six pack, it doesn't matter what your goal is. The key to doing all of that is being healthy, being fit, being happy, enjoying what you're doing. If you get if you want to get a six pack, there's going to be some times you're not going to be fucking too happy to trust me in that. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to make the process so much easier if you're lean, healthy, fit, all that kind of thing. So focus on the things that are going to help improve recovery as well: sleep, hydration, quality of food, etc. Plenty of protein, making sure you get spaced out your meals and things like that as well. Those are all going to play a big part. 
Um, nothing at the moment. Nothing at the moment. Show Jack Little arms. Not at the moment. Alan, not at the moment. I'm okay at the moment. A lot of it, not at the moments today. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Anyone get any questions on Facebook, Instagram? Yeah, guys on the Zoom call as well. Um, anything at all? Um, I'd love to hear some questions from anyone. Um, it seems that we are all good to go. Um, but if anyone has any questions offline or after watching this back, please feel free to reach out, drop me a message. If anyone is listening to the podcast, if you haven't done so already, get your free fucking meal plan. Don't know how many times I need to tell you. <laughs> if you haven't got your free meal plan, it's completely free. It comes with a seven-day online nutrition course as well. All you have to do is stick your, your email in and I'll send it across. It's literally as simple as that. So it'll be fun for you to fill out the second page as well if you want to completely customise it. And I will do that for you and your goals for a seven-day trial. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please leave a like, leave a review. It really fucking helps me out um, and helps grow the podcast. Share it on with someone if you enjoyed it as well. That is how you can pay me. Um, no advertising or anything like this. This is all free info. This is all out of my time. So... I appreciate anyone who listens and um, hopefully you find it helpful and the best thing you can do to pay me back or if I've helped you in any sort of way would simply be to share it on. Tell a friend, you know, tell someone about it, spread the word, that's all I'm looking for. Um, but hopefully you've enjoyed it. If there's anything I can help with, please let me know. And again, all links, all free shit down in the description. Hopefully you've enjoyed this one. See you in the next one next week. Um, at the same time, and if you want to join us, final sign off, if you want to join us, 8 p.m., Facebook and Instagram. You've been listening to Fitness for Nine to Fivers with Andrew Marsham. You're a grown ass human being. You have a job, maybe two, kids, errands, bills, a wife, friends. And while the excuse list gets bigger, so does your waist. That's where Andrew comes in. Until next time, find Andrew on Facebook at andrew.marsham.737 and on Instagram at andrewmarsham underscore fitness. To reach out to Andrew, send an email at amfit1993 at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.